So we have my friend Kim here with us today, and we are going to talk about positivity and the messages that are really surrounding us at all times, and how we can tune in on those and, and really awaken ourselves to those messages. So, hi Kim. Uh, hi Terry, how are you? I'm awesome. <laughs> So talk to us about, so before we, we started recording, we were talking, I was telling you the story about um, the message in the blue book. Right. Mm -hmm. Of my dad um, had given a message after he had passed to um, someone that I, I know um, and said that, you know, tell Terry there's a message in the blue book. And I was like, a message in the blue book? <laughs> like, how am I supposed to find? My dad wrote in every margin of every book and... Well, I finally, a year and a half later, had sent up a prayer about writing my book mm -hmm. and looked over to my right, and sure enough, I was like, oh my gosh, my dad's Bible. And it's just covered in a blue, you see it, you saw right, it. Right, I did. Just covered did. in a blue, old, beat up, you know. Yeah, worn. Worn um, yeah. cloth cover. Right. And just blue. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh my gosh, but it was kind of hidden behind, you know, books and stuff on my right. shelf. Right, uh -huh. And opened it up, and I thought, he probably wrote in every margin of this Bible. Well, he only wrote on one page. Right. And it was, my ability to write, what am I doing with it? And I just sent up a prayer about, write, about writing right. my book. So, um, what a great way to say to me that there, you know, he was still here with me. And what a great way to realize that, yeah, there's these messages all oh, around us. Yeah, I mean... And it, and sometimes I think people look for them too hard and they wind up turning up just like you had looked for it for a while and then gave up and then all of a sudden there it was. Right. And, and I, I had even said, you know what, I'm just going to let this go and when it when it's supposed to come to me, right. it will come to me. Exactly. And, and boy did it. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's like, we were talking like the positive outlook that, you know, people you have to turn off the negativity and when you allow the positivity to show through the signs start coming up and sometimes you look back at something you saw months ago and then realize that it was a sign yes yes you know? yes i just read that in a book by dr dyer i just finished the power of intention and it's that exact he said that exact same thing and somebody else had said um in some a video i had watched that you'll realize two years down the road or three years down the road as you look back yes. how many things aligned mm -hmm. and that may even have seemed like they weren't, they were bad or they were not a good thing happening, but they but ended they, up being a wonderful thing happening. Right. They, well, that's like I said, you learn from your mistakes kind of thing almost. Well, you also learn from things that you thought weren't so good, but then later on they turned out, which kind of is leading me to a topic that we did discuss about the infertility and adoption. I went through a negative thing, infertility, but that then led me to adoption and what a wonderful thing that was. Right. And how uh, in my adoption journey, we had two adoptions that fell through and failed. Which was another heartache. Right. And then when people would ask me about that, I said, well, I am now thankful that they happened because if they hadn't, it wouldn't have led us to where we wound up. And now I have Katie and Kyle and I wouldn't have them right. had those worked out. Right. So there goes for that thing, how you realize later on in life, wow, that was actually a positive thing, which at the time you thought was negative. Yeah. And so um, heartbreaking. And yes, yeah. exactly. And yeah. it's just trying, like, um, turning things around and, um, 
trying to make positives out of negative things, I think, is a very important way of looking at life. And people who are struggling with, you know, whatever it is, depression or, you know, just heartache or whatever, that if you stop and think for a while and, like, count your blessings or whatever, try to turn around. I said, it's hard. You can't do it all the time. Everybody right. has their bad days. But isn't it just so much nicer yes. to try to think of positive things, of good things, of kind acts, you know, just little things that, uh, well, like today, I was so excited when I had, you know, realized, oh, that little unicorn, and won't yes. love, you know, little things like that. that Kim you brought me this cutest little <laughs> unicorn in the whole, he <laughs> has the horn. tiniest little horn on his head, and, oh and my, the biggest and eyes. his eyes are bigger than his unicorn horn, right, so yeah. <laughs> he's so cute. <laughs> I but wish yes, you guys could yeah, see him. Yeah, but like I said, so, yeah. those are the kinds of things that, gosh, how much better the world would be. Absolutely. Yeah. If people just stop and thought about, you know, don't, and, I, and I'm terrible, I do, I dwell on the negative a lot of times or on, you know, oh, did I do the, you know. The worry, but, right. Well, worry. just what yeah. happened, like with your right. tooth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, but I do know that. I know in my heart and in my head that what I need to do to get past it, to get through it, and then get back to the positive. So, you know, and I sometimes, and it's just about being easy on yourself and just reminding yourself gently, right. you know what, worrying about this. I mean, I have to do it. I have to do it and sure. say, all right, well, when that whole money thing happened, somebody stole money out of my oh, checking right. account yeah. with a fake debit card. And um, I finally, after an hour of fuming, said, you know, fuming about this and being so angry is not doing anything but just irritating me right um and so i had a shift um and realized there's a lesson somewhere in this sure let it go and now it's all resolved and, and it resolved very quickly and the thing too like you said you spent an hour fuming sometimes you do need to spend an hour fuming or an hour crying or an yes. hour getting angry or whatever it, it, you need to do but in the end you can't let that take over right you have to, like I said, and, and we've talked about, you know, the things around us, you finding hearts, me listening to messages that I seem to get from people, you know, that reach out to me and stuff. And it's just like to be aware of that and to look for it. Yes. And everything you do, whether it be something positive or negative that's happening to you is like, again, try to always, if it's positive, then spread that positivity send it on to someone else, you know, um, pay it forward kind of thing, right. stuff like that. Yeah. Just little things like that that you can do. And how much better this world would be sometimes, I think, if people just spent more time being positive. Yes. And well, and, and being open to, and I think that's one of the things you're certainly open to it, and I've learned to be open to all of the again you call them angel signs call oh, them yes. signs from our loved ones you know mm -hmm. um call them whatever they may be you know some people say you know when they see a cardinal they think of a loved one or when exactly. they find an angel feather i mean i, I do a, that i have a friend it's butterflies for yes. her and you it's hearts with me i don't know i still i said there's got to be something but i still haven't figured out what it is lost yet. papers because your I mom moved to them oh gosh oh. <laughs> so that's an oh and even my daughter says that now when she can't find something, she'll go, Grandma, where's my stuff? Where right. did you put it? So, right. And I, and I tr like I said, people will call us crazy, but I'm telling you, something is going on because 
I like I said the few things that have happened it's like right. I did not put that there and didn't know where to look for it and then all of a sudden you get up and you find like you finding the book yes me finding my paperwork on my aunt that I was just so upset right because I thought I had lost it and then I figured my mom had hid it on me and she didn't hide it but it was somewhere I had looked and it wasn't there when I looked right. the first time and then it was right right so yeah but yeah it's just like I said there's so many things around us that yes my friend, her mom recently passed when we were on a trip together, actually, and so we were out of town when her mom had passed, and she came back, and we were at her house, and now this was a house I had spent most more time right, at that house right. than my own home right, as a child, and she said, you know, Terry, come in here, and she flipped on the switches, and she said, now watch this switch, and flipped it, and she was like, what turned on, and I was like, um... The porch light and, she, light and she was like that's supposed to turn on this interior light she goes uh, now now what's this what is this one she's i said well that just turned on this light and she said that's supposed to be this other <laughs> light and so like all the wiring in the whole house uh-huh. well then her husband in the middle of the night it was like 3 a.m the tv turned on none of the remotes would work to turn them off and so oh, her mom is like coming through like in these electrical like right. just kind of say hi <laughs> well that goes back to um, physical places that also have meaning, yeah. like the the place on Mount Carmel Road where your grandmother oh, seems right. to there's uh, energy. I guess energy from those who have passed on manifest themselves in particular places that have right. meanings. So, like for your grandma, it's the house that you know she was in. Um, I've experienced it with my uh, childhood home that. I lived with my grandparents. Of course, it is gone. Right. Got destroyed. I was so upset about that. But whenever I went there, I always drove by there when I'd go through North College Hill. And it was always like I felt her presence there. Now, I can go uh, to Clifton because they lived on Alice Street in Coryville, which is part of you seen. It's like not there anymore. Right. But, but whenever I drive down there, I always sense her there. And the same thing with my aunt on the river. I always get that feeling that she... So like I said, I think there's just positive energies. And even with the tragedy of my aunt. Yes. My but aunt, her message that comes but, through is very positive. Yes, exactly. It's kind of like, like when you went, went to cross the bridge. You know, so yes. you and I had gone down to the Humming Bridge in since yes. downtown Cincinnati mm-hmm. to, to venture out onto it. Right. Um, since we both have fear of bridges. Mm-hmm. And um, what a great positive message I think you received from her. Oh, yeah. On just, just being go there. Yeah. and take I those st- steps. Yeah. Yeah. And she, it's funny how, um, you know, like, again, how we said when things happen, um, and we can look back and think, oh, that's what that was. Yes. When um, I did the Alzheimer's walk, you go over the oh, tail the Taylor Southgate Bridge and we came back on the Purple People Bridge. When we started to go across the Taylor Southgate Bridge, I'm like, oh no, I'm walking over a bridge. You know, that's gotta be worse than driving over one. Well it wasn't. I stayed in the center of the bridge. I right. kept away from the edges and I just kept looking forward and it was like nothing. Then coming back on the Purple People, I was like, oh, this is no big deal. This is, like, wonderful. I even looked over, you know, and, oh. But then I had to walk across the Purple People Bridge after a Reds game at night, and it was frightening. 
and I just remember thinking, why did my husband and my son talk me into this? And I was like, <sighs> hyperventilating yeah. all the way and looking straight. I kept looking straight ahead, like, there's the end of that bridge. You're going to get there. Right. And I don't, it's like, but then I realized, I said, because it was dark and you couldn't see, there was no brightness there. There was darkness. Yes. And I think that kind of was overwhelming to me and kind of like what I told you about, we were discussing the Biltmore and being in the basement of the Biltmore, I felt fine until we went back in the evening for the Christmas tour. And I just felt a lot of pressure in, in like I said, because it was darker down there and seemed more um, like a lot of energy from a lot of different, you know, activities that had gone on down there, people that had, you know, passed through those halls. And I don't know, I just felt like, oh my gosh, yeah, I got to get out of here. Right. So I think, like I said, darkness and lightness sometimes maybe have a lot to do with positive and negative energies. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about that. I mean, people get scared more <laughs> in the dark. In the yeah. dark, and they're at night, or yes, and mm -hmm. again, maybe just not being having that clarity. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So what other signs and, um, I mean, any other signs that you've experienced? I find mine come in like music. Have you ever been like somewhere and all of a sudden a song will come on the radio and you think, you know, like, I forget what it was, but that song, um, I can't even think of his name, it's about being happy, be happy. Oh yeah, and don't I remember, worry, be happy. Yeah, or, don't worry, be happy, yeah. yes. And I was, I forget what was going on at the time, but I remember it came on the radio and I'm like, oh, well there's a big, you know, you had a right in your face there, Kim. Uh, right. A little sign is telling you, don't worry, be happy. Yes. And it was right at a moment when I was like, you know, stressing about something or whatever. So I find, I, I think there's a lot of... Uh, I had that happen just the other day. I, I said a prayer. I sent up a prayer to God, which I do all day long. But I had said something, and I was like, something particular that I was concerned about. Not right. overly worried, but concerned. Mm -hmm. And I... Every now and then I'll just pop on Pandora and just be like, you know, let's see what we get. And the, the song that came on was Three Little Birds, and it's Bob Marley started singing, Every uh, Little Thing is Going to Be All Right. Right, yeah. And I was like, all right, all right. And yeah. it just it was enough to bring me back to center. Exactly. And just settle me down. And so, yeah. I, yeah I think, Again, I yeah. think there's absolutely um, yeah. a song in that. So, all right, we were at our 15 minutes. So, okay. Um, but will you come back and talk to us about... Um, the adoption process oh, yes, and yes, I mean more yes. thoroughly about that because yes. I think that's something that's very um, would really help our our audience to um, along their healing journeys and yes. there, there may be people out there who are struggling with infertility mm -hmm. um, and um, or somewhere is, along that journey yeah um, it is it's a because you think nobody else is going through it and you see, you know, you would go out and see, like, I would see people who were pregnant or people with children. And here I was thinking, you know, why can't I get pregnant? Why can't I have children? So, yeah, it's, right. a, it's definitely something that okay. I think. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. We'll have you come back and do another right. little pop blurb. So, thanks, Kim. Yes, you're All welcome. All right. Well, well we, now I, I, I get so caught up that then I forget to bring the music back up again. Oh. So, um, let so me go can. back and hit this. And then I'm going to play our music. All right. Okay. So, be gentle with yourself. and yeah, Be kind. Yes, and have a wonderful, see, you, you even had a little blurb to say, be kind. Yep, stay positive. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>